Hey, I'd love to welcome everybody right now to Ultra Life Today broadcast. Uh, I've got Adam Payne here in the studio, CEO of Ultra Botanica. Good morning, Adam. Hey, Josh. I've got a very special guest. As promised, we're going to be bringing some unique health experts that have their own little twist on what they do in the health world, uh, personal consultations. And most of the ones we bring on the broadcast will have lots of letters behind their name as well. But they're real people and they're genuine and we love them. And we'd like to welcome today someone called Mary Jane Fry to our broadcast. Good morning, Mary Jane. Good morning. And we've had Mary Jane. We've interviewed her at different times. She's been a unique friend to our company and she's constantly evangelizing um, what we do in terms of a manufacturer of unique technology and supplements to other people that are health health professionals in their own industry. Mary Jane is a PharmD. She's got a BS in pharmacy as well, but she has really morphed into this role of personal consultation as it relates between balancing individuals' prescriptions and the drugs they take and how to integrate supplements and diet and other things. She does some some unique testing as well along the way. So Mary Jane, why don't you take a moment and tell us a little bit about what happens when somebody comes in, maybe they fill well, scripts in the pharmacy. Before, before, then, we, before we get into all that, I mean, come on, we're just like kind of, I, Mary Jane, how did you ever get involved in in this stuff? What what what? I really want to know. I want to know your origin story before we get into like what That's happened. That's always my favorite. Part. I, I you know I I love you, Josh. You know me. I love people's origin stories because it tells so much about their DNA. We had Kenzie Taylor on our last week, last uh, last month, and her origin story. I, I, have you talked to her? Do you know her at all? I don't. You, oh my god! I have invited her to your <laughs> health meetup once, and she's been busy. So, but okay. you got to meet her. She's a naturopath. She who trained her? It was um, she. She did the Trinity School. Trinity School, and uh, just an amazing God-driven story of somebody that um, uh, wanted to be a doctor, and uh, her spiritual path really dictated a different direction and she's just loving what she's doing but i i don't want to um uh, i don't want to salt your path here in any way how mary mary jane why are you doing what you're doing today what what was your origin story here so i started as just a traditional pharmacist and well why why did you start in pharmacy why did i pick pharmacy okay um back when i was in middle school i did a paper um where i had to go interview somebody and a friend of mine was working at a pharmacy. So I interviewed the pharmacist there, and that was kind of a starting point. I loved medicine, but I didn't want to do blood. So I I found pharmacy from that starting point. And then a friend of mine had an older brother who was going to college a few years before us, and he was looking at different careers, and his mom was a chiropractor. and when we were at their house one day, he had some brochures about pharmacy and I read it and it was talking about the science and the um, medical profession, but not blood. <laughs> so, hold on, hold on. What, what's, why, what, ha- what happened with you in blood? Nothing that I know of. Just, that was just we're looking for that trauma that I don't know. Place no, that no completely trauma. derailed do you. Do you faint? Are you one of those people that faints when you see blood? Because there's like a, a certain percentage of the population they see blood. No, They're on no. the floor. No, I don't. No, and I'm fine. I can give. Blood. Okay, but you just don't want to. You just don't want to deal with the blood. To, yeah, at that point, I didn't think I wanted. I don't. To I don't blame blood. you. You know. So, so I found pharmacy and made that my path. I never changed. So something clicked on. when you saw that brochure and you were seeing other people's paths. It was like. This is what I want to do. Yeah. My aunt was a nurse until she was like 88 or 89. And so I had that 
along the way also of knowing that I like the medicine side of things. And I can remember her reading Prevention Magazine. Oh, interesting. So what What is that Prevention? Is that like a professional journal? Or the, Rodale, oh, no. the Rodale it Press. Was, <laughs> it was like, your, I mean, this is like 50 years ago or 60 years ago. It I think I still see little, it around, you know, Prevention. It, it's yeah. just still around, isn't it? It yeah. was just a little magazine that talked about um, health, but from more of an alternative. Yeah, oh, profoundly influenced the health food store industry and the growth of it, Adam. Over oh, years, oh, from Rodale Press, and they put out all kinds we of need interesting talk, articles. We should talk to those guys. I mean, yeah. I, I think it's those. I find those things really fun. Yeah. So, so, so then fast forward through pharmacy school, um, and I loved my my initial just interacting with people. I chose community because I could talk to people. You know, my my starting into pharmacy, but then pharmacy started to change fairly quickly when I got in into compounding pharmacy. And so, so we... was there kind of like a dividing point at some, I'm, I'm just curious. I mean, I can imagine all these people studying pharmacy, going through pharmacy school. Was there kind of like a dividing point when like, well, you need to choose, are you going to go into compounding pharmacy or are you just going to be kind of the No, normal... it wasn't there at that point. It was either community or hospital. Oh, interesting. And that was the two spaces in So in which one did you choose? So I chose community okay. and started in community pharmacy. And the owner of the pharmacy, um, his name was Don Cootie. Um, he was around Oklahoma City Pharmacy in Bethany for, for years and years and years. And so um, we, we got into compounding fairly early on oh, in the, the realm of compounding pharmacy. From, I shouldn't say early on because compounding came from, from the beginning. Yeah, so just, a, just in case people don't know what compounding pharmacy mm -hmm. is, maybe just a quick overview of what the difference between normal, you know, what people consider to be normal, like CVS pharmacy, to what, what's a compounding pharmacist? So a compounding pharmacy can be either singly focused on just compounding, or you can have like an in compound um, from an independent pharmacy. So what we have is a pharmacy that fills the prescriptions, traditional commercial, okay. comes from the drug manufacturers, and then we also compound. So it means you're, you're taking ingredients exactly, and turning them into prescriptions. A custom formulation, right. if you will, right? Right, right, okay. right, exactly. Tailored more to that individual, even taste profile, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh -huh. So there can be any realms, like we do compounding for um, veterinary, veterinarians to where we make chew treats or gels for the cat's ear or the dog to take medications, we make some bird prescriptions, different things. And then for wow. humans, um, kind of the beginning was the start of some topical creams. Oh, interesting. The ketoprofen mm -hmm. combination creams was one of the first things that we started used to doing. Um, and then also um, the hormone replacement world. Oh, uh, interesting. Uh, so bioidentical kind bio of Bioidentical hormones. Yeah. So was there a pivotal moment as it relates to you've got traditional pharmacy over here and you've got the pharmaceutical preparations and medications, and then you've got this wild world of vitamins and supplements and nutrients and things. How did those two marry together for you, Mary Jane? So I went to a seminar on hormone replacement therapy and started getting into learning about how to recommend to the physicians um, different um, modalities or um, supplements and hormone combinations to help a patient. And my first, um, one of the first doctors, Dr. Laura M uh, Mackey, she would give me her hardest cases. Like, oh, interesting. Baptism so <laughs> by fire. Yes, it was. And so um, we laughed about that a lot. But she would say, okay, this person, I've tried everything and nothing's working. You, you talk to them. And so that's how it started. 
Um, and at the same time, my sister um, was going through perimenopause. And so oh. I was helping her with some different things. And then as it went along and grew, we kind of went to this HRT training. And then the next year they said, well, we really should open and talk about thyroid to go along with it. Cause HR, I'm sorry, HRT? Hormone, hormone replacement. Oh, hormone replacement therapy. Okay, yeah. So, so we did the hormone replacement therapy, and then the next year they were like, well, you need to add some thyroid information because oh, interesting. thyroid and hormones go together. Yep. You can't do them in a bubble. And then they said, well, you need to add adrenals, the stress hormones, to the picture. So I learned more about that. And then it just kept expanding. And, and you saw results. I think more importantly, I mean, as Absolutely. these, right? I mean, well, these, the patients saw results. Right. Yes. I mean, you have people that are in, like, at the end of their wits, at the end of their rope, and the yeah. interventions, I would imagine, were, were life-changing for a lot of these people. Absolutely. I had a woman in this week who I've known for probably 20 years now, and we laugh. She sounded suicidal the day I talked to her on the phone. Oh, my gosh. When her doctor um, called and told her to talk to me. And <laughs> she said at that point that she got on hormones, she said it took five days, and it had changed her life. So, And I had another woman years later who who spoke the same types of things. And now we get into the gut because everybody is talking what's happening in the gut. We need to focus well, on the and, gut. And the inflammation system in the body. I mean, all of these different, uh, all of our body systems, have, are, they speak to each other. Right. Right. And, and yeah. I, in a later segment, we're going to talk about a tool that you're using. Well, that's what I was going to say. And then the extra piece is now the genetics. That's a fascinating world to be able to. A lot of you know, a lot of our listeners, I would imagine, are scared of that word, like genetic testing and things like that, mm -hmm. and you know, thinking, oh, the government's going to know, or insurance companies are going to know, and they're going to deny me services, and I'm I'm scared. I'm you know, a lot of our listeners might know I I deal with some pretty heavy duty medical issues myself, and you've mm -hmm. actually helped me, in in a really significant way, and we we're going to talk about that because I think it's it's cool. I can you know be self-effacing and talk about my own <laughs> stuff that's going on, and and the ways that this uh, genomic metabolome metabol metabolomic kind of interventions can really help people. But the, the genetic side, let's let's get folks, let's get the fear of learning about our genomics out of the way. This when when if you get tested and there's some really smart ways to get tested, you can learn so much about your own biology. It's a fingerprint into the world of of the building blocks of how your machinery works. You know, you wouldn't take your your um uh, your Toyota car to a Ford dealership, right? You could and you know what? They you you're you're rolling the dice here. Fifty fifty. Bad best. <laughs> In fact, they'll probably turn you away because they're like, ah, uh, this is Toyota. We only deal with Fords. Or you could take it to a generalist. How you know? It's the same thing with our genomics. When you understand the complexity and how it all comes together, Mary Jane has some tools that she uses that that give you that take that information and turn it into a usable work map. Now, Mary Jane, we got a couple of minutes left on this segment, but I am really fascinated. I've noticed a trend of individuals, especially in over 50 population, beginning to really take control of their health, look at the difference between medicines and supplements. How have what you've done, how has what you've done influenced that? And what do you see from the public? I mean, everybody's got a smartphone now. They can get on the internet. They can research for themselves. Have you seen a shift? of people that are traditionally going to be looking only at pharmaceutical medication to broaden Boy, their horizons? That's a can of worms right there. They're being educated, self-educating themselves. And Interesting. learning more and not taking a 
my doctor said it approach. Mm. And they're very smart about it. So I have to stay on top of things because they can come in and say something. And I'm like, oh, I don't think I've I heard need that to learn before. about that. Don't yeah. I? <laughs> and so I'll say I need to go, you know, look that up and research that. Is, is it would it be true? Because this I'm not going to talk about my experience a lot, but just a snippet. Would it be true to say that individuals that are looking more at a holistic mindset and including diet and supplements is that do do those individuals, Mary Jane, potentially not have as many negative side effects as it is in the medicine world? Or, or are you good enough uh. that you keep people minimized in side effects? When it comes to supplements, you need to know what to take when. Yep. So it's not like it's just a free world. But I yeah. was at a talk um, a couple of weeks ago and the doctor said that he had looked through the data and the number of deaths um, is few when it comes to supplements. So there's definitely occasions where something can go yeah, wrong. It's, it's, it, you can have side effects from supplements. You can definitely have side you know, effects. I, yes. it, it just, it doesn't necessarily mean just, I'm gonna I'm gonna blow the socks. I, I know we're coming up to the end of our segment here, but I'm just gonna extend it just another minute here. So bear with me. You know, we we make these arbitrary definitions of something is a supplement and something is a drug. These are these are it. These are arbit not arbitrary assignments. A drug has actually been tested in clinical studies and with pivotal, multi center multi center placebo controlled randomized randomized all that stuff in order to create you know a data set that actually says that this material in a population of people dealing with this disease, you will get this kind of statistical outcome. And it's interesting, it's a statistical, it's a percentage, right? 65% of people will respond. So what's happening to the other 35%? Well, doctor, we don't know because biology is different in everybody. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, these definitions of it's a drug, it's a supplement, they're arbitrary, ladies and gentlemen. And from the point, of, it's still a material that's interfacing with your body. We, we've been We've had a beef recently about black pepper extracts, right? Mm, I was just right, and uh, piperin. It, 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 for all its wonderful benefits, it the way it works is it's inhibiting glucuronidation in the liver. It's, it's inhibiting a an important liver enzyme in order to artificially increase the levels of curcuminoids in the blood by essentially slowing down their degradation or their metabolism. Not when you understand it that way, it might not be the best life choice for you. So we'll be right back. Thanks for joining us. This is Ultra life today. Hey, we've been listening to Mary Jane Fry from Medic Pharmacy in Oklahoma City telling about her journey into wellness. Some of the tools that she uses called the 3x4. If you're interested in connecting with uh, Mary Jane Fry, you can do so by calling 405-755-3921. That's 405-755-3921. She'll take calls from anywhere in the country, and if she can't help you, she'll direct you to somebody that can. If you're interested in any of the UltraCur products that we've been talking about, you can go to ultratoday.com and ask for a free sample of our products. I think you just might pay for shipping or, or give us a call and we'll probably send it to you for free. And we offer 20% off your first order if you've been listening to this podcast. It's an exclusive podcast special by using the code ULTRANOW20. Use the code ULTRANOW20 at ultratoday.com and you can get 20% off your first order of any of the Ultra Botanica products. So thanks for joining us. There's still more to come. Here we go. We're going to continue our interview with Mary Jane Fry. 
Hey, welcome back to Ultra Life Today. Please take a moment and text a friend or call a friend and let them know. Uh, Adam Payne, the CEO of Ultra Botanica, and me, Josh Bellew, Chief Product Evangelist with Ultra Botanica, are having a great discourse with Mary Jane Fry. She's a pharmacist, um, and she also does unique personal consulting. And we shared in the last segment how she has moved from the world of straight pharmacy into compounding pharmacy into this interesting world of helping individuals diagnose their health through unique tests. And by the way, if you want to try to reach out to Mary Jane and get a hold of her, because she can do these tests through the mail, and uh, you can reach her at medic, M-E-D-I-C, O-K-C dot com. That's, and that's for Medic Pharmacy, medicokc.com. And then you can also reach out by phone to Medic Pharmacy to Mary Jane Fry at 405-755-3921. And Adam, you want to set up this interesting next segment because we got to do this in well, another interview with her. And we did. It's it exciting. Was, it, was, it was a little over a year a ago. Touch. Right. And, you know, I, I hope you're comfortable sandwiched between Josh and myself here because totally you know, here we are in the studio and we've got two big guys here. And <laughs> Menacing and ominous yes. as we are, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're so scary. I, Teddy bears. I, a lot of people, I think, are a little bit uh, scared by anything that has to do with genetics testing. And uh, Mary Jane, I, I would I would say you're not just a pharmacist. You're a PharmD also, right? I'm oh, a, yes. Right. The PharmD, PharmD is a clinical yeah, pharmacist. Right. And, right. But you're, you're, you're like an uber PharmD, right? Because you actually, <laughs> I, I don't, I rarely see somebody get so much, well, that's not true. Uh, all the PharmDs I know, really, you guys are wonderful. Yeah. I think innovators. You, innovators. I like you're thinking about people's health in a way that, that doctors don't think about it. Doctors are typically disease, symptom, treatment, disease, symptom, treatment. You guys are filling a role that we need in our community, which is uh, wisdom, uh, understanding, and then life-changing. Practicality. And interventions there. And and also, I mean, the bioidentical hormones and all that stuff. Um, Why? uh, So you have a test that you use. It's called 3x4 Genetics. Right. Correct. Yes. And, and who who makes that? What's the, the company? It's Gerando. Well, the company is called Three by Four Genetics. Okay. The um, CEO, founder of the company's name is Yael Y A E L Jaffe J O F F E. Sounds Israeli. Um, South African. South African. Oh. Who so knew? the company came from South Africa, and it was nutrition based at first, but now they've come to the U.S. and they're promoting it to any health professional that wants to now, help let, patients. Let, let's let's help people understand. Should people be concerned about getting genetically tested? Will will companies sell their data? Will it get to insurance companies? Will any of this information leak out to anybody? I know personally that three by four genetics will not sell any data. There are some different companies doing the family um, genetic, or not genetics, but the like like ancestry, ancestry. ancestry type yeah. things. And they've gone into the genetics and they are selling some of the, the data. But 3x4 is not in that realm at all. They will not sell data. So if somebody does get tested with, with you, they're not, they don't have to worry about their, their other medical providers, the insurance company, getting access to that information. Absolutely that's good. Not. That, that's, that's good to know. So, and, I, and I've actually done the 3x4 genetics. So tell me, why would you, why, why was this, why have you adopted this tool? Why is it exciting to you? What what benefit does it give to you as a as a clinical pharmacist? So when genetics started coming out um, in a 
I can't say reasonable price, but when it became affordable to do some testing, originally there were like four or five different tests that they started doing. They would do a methylation test, one, one um, snip of the methylation. They did a memory APOE um, three E4s or the APOEs, and they were picking just specific ones. So these were going in and looking, do you have this particular coding for one particular gene, not, not doing a sequencing of your whole genome? Exactly. So when the genome project finished and the price started coming down. So I was actually doing genetic research back in 2005, 2006, 2007, and the cost for us to sequence a full human genome genome was about eighty to ninety thousand dollars at the time. Right. And it was dropping the bucket it, for it, all the right. average people out there. Yeah. For one person, right? And the and the data was like gigabytes of data, right? And it was yeah. it, you you could get the data and it's like, okay, well there's your genome. But you couldn't do anything with it because you there was just, okay, well, that's the sequence. We had no wisdom about what that sequence was actually meaning in the human body. But the, the data and the science has changed. Right. The, the technology is so much better now. So this company focuses on pathways. So, so, tell, so tell us about that. What does that really mean? So what that means is is that they look specifically at, they, they call the first ones the cellular pathways, inflammation, detoxification. Those are words people know. Right. Oxidative stress is kind of a weird term, but it's basically different processes in the body that prevent um, resting from the inside out is the way oh, they interesting. describe it. I like That's that. their description of it. And then methylation um, is the fourth cellular process. And methylation has to do with DNA signaling and also with the util utilization of vitamins to work through and the end product is um, part of detoxification also. Yeah. Right. So these are all the complex kind of uh, components. So when I've looked at the three by four genetics testing, they break it out into different organ systems and different metabolic systems. Right. And so you can actually, it's testing the, uh, the, the, the essential architecture of those different processes in our bodies. So for example, right. I have the worst possible genomics in terms of B vitamins. Mm -hmm. I am, and that's correlates with methylation, right? Uh, well, I'm not, uh, not I'm, that's only. not even methylation. Okay. I mean, I okay. have all of the recessive genes just on the B vitamins, plus, plus, I'm also, um, I don't uh, methylate. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and, and I have all the negative genes on methylation. So, not only do I not produce B vitamins in a good way, because all of the negative genes essentially means that my body struggles to produce healthy amounts of B vitamins or to maintain those healthy amounts. Well, and these are, they call them singular nucleoplasmic. Um, peptides, SNPs. The SNPs. So, uh, so help us SNPs, understand. The SNPs can be turned on or off. So it's the expression of that um, SNP that's going to occur. So if somebody has stressors or if somebody's um, gets an infection. That will turn it on or that, off. That can turn it on or off. So what we do is all impact. We don't say that somebody has a disease or is going to get a disease, but what they do in terms of what they eat and what their exposures are in terms of chemicals or their that exercise. Can, that can determine the outcome. those turn the SNPs on or off. So I, I liken it like a car engine here because I started with this car engine kind of yep. metaphor. Imagine, so the, the SNPs essentially say, well, this is a... 
this is a double valve um, uh, cylinder here in this in this particular engine, and in this other person they got a they got a quadruple valve, and so a double valve is going to struggle in like getting the oxygen and the okay. and the fuel into that particular cylinder, and the quadruple valve has a much easier time. So if you have the recessive gene, that engine has to work harder to get the right balance in there because you only have that you have that particular machinery in your genome and I, and so this is really it's a picture of the machinery essentially and that can help us to understand how to supplement right so for somebody that is a an engine with only two valves you want to put you want to make sure that the injectors are clean and that you have clean fuel and all that stuff in order to have an efficient engine so adam how did you overcome with all these methylation factors and and negative genes that you're talking about as it relates to B vitamins, the production of them, and even the absorption of them. And recycling a, of them and the methylation of them. So how does a person conquer that? What well, do you if, do if, in I, daily if, life? if I was completely oblivious about this, I would be in a wheelchair right now. Honestly, I really would. It was, uh, it was your help and the help of Dr. Charlie Gant, who also did some genomic testing with me. Um, it really showed me that I had this B vitamin issue going on. And not only B vitamins, but also the methylation of B vitamins. Mm -hmm. So I could get, I could put B vitamins in my body, but if they weren't methylated B vitamins, I can't do anything with them. Nothing. It's kind of like, you right. know, it's the wrong kind of fuel for, for my machinery. So uh, just making that simple addition. So once I learned about this, putting in a high dose of methylated B vitamins into my diet in the morning and sometimes in the afternoon, I now function. And you know me, Josh. You've seen me when I don't function. Yep. I'm, I'm a lump you, in a car. I've seen you dragging on the floor. Right. And yeah. and it's my life is now very different. I, I've had degenerative nerve disease, and I think it's pretty much it's, it's in arrest right now because it, I still have the damage. But I now I'm not progressing as much as I was before because of addressing this supplementation issue. And you know what? All of the doctor's offices, all of their tests, they tested for B vitamins. My B vitamin levels, my B12 levels were, were okay. Okay, but because I don't methylate the B vitamins, right? It really you it weren't was, getting the benefit. It, right? I had no benefit from it. It, it really it took this kind of testing. It's looking under the hood, ladies and gentlemen. It's getting a picture of the machinery so that we can, so that somebody like Mary Jane Fry can actually help provide prescriptive uh, ideas to your health. It's going to the root, the cause, the root cause of something, rather than no the cause. We know another guy. Putting, <laughs> right, rather than putting a bandaid on. But so for people out there buying B vitamins, I just want to give a real quick practical tip. Oh, methylcobalamin is the actual name of, of, for instance, one of the B vitamins that is now methylated. And it's in a lot of products that way, but there's a lot of products that don't give you methyl B and it's very inexpensive now. Methyl B used to be really expensive. It's come way down in price. So just looking at that label, look for methylcobalamin rather than just cobalamin. And then, you know, you're covering that methyl base. Well, you might not need it. If you, if you're That's not, what I was going to say. Right. If you're right. a good methylator, which mm -hmm. most people are okay. Well, 40% aren't. Oh, really? It's that much? Yeah. And if wow. you're not, and if you're not going to take the test with Mary Jane Fry, you, you may, won't know. You may want to well, go ahead and get the methyl know, though, because you How, how would they know? It. Well, if somebody had a B12 shot and it never did anything for them. Oh, then they're not a methylator. And they were getting cyanocobalamin and they right. weren't methylating it properly. Or if you take multivitamins and think, oh, this really doesn't do much for me, then the going to the methyl products, starting with a multivitamin that has a good range of methyl Bs is a great place to start because we have a product in the store that people take it and go, wow, I feel so much better. Yeah, So Lovely. it does I mean, and you can get nutrition through your 
your food to some degree, but unfortunately our food sources are, are getting depleted of their nutrients. They're weak and environmental exposures and, so and everything. Oh, that's a whole that's a whole hour discussion, isn't right, it? Right, yeah. right. But but we still recommend eating good foods and making sure your gut's healthy. Um, but the genetics, they call it the upstream place. What, so do, what does that mean? So you're starting and you're finding out what's going on in the body. And then from there, you can look at tests to see whether um, you're actually exhibiting or um, expressing problems with those SNPs. So, oh, interesting. for example, with the methylation, um, when patients have methylation, then we check um, blood work homocysteine to see uh, whether they're methylating or not. So high homocysteine levels would be an indication of poor methylation. Exactly. Exactly. So that's Oops. one place. <laughs> so many things to look at. And you don't, guys, you don't need to navigate it yourself. You can get with Mary Jane Fry at her clinic. Josh, what, what's the number for her? Yes, they can get on the website, medic, M-E-D-I-C. OKC.com. That's medicokc.com. And then they can call and ask for Mary Jane or leave a message for her and she'll return that call promptly. 405-755-3921. That's 405-755-3921. And you're listening to Ultra Life Today. I'm here with Mary Jane Fry, PharmD, does interesting diagnostic testing, and Adam Payne, the CEO of Ultra Botanica. And we are the makers of the curcumin that you can feel. To connect. Hey everybody, this is Adam, CEO and inventor of the UltraCur technology. We've been on a journey with Mary Jane Fry talking about all the tools that she has that give us insight into wellness and health. Boy, I've done the three by four and I've learned so much about my own wellness. It's given me insight into uh, things that I need to avoid like salt of all things. And I need to watch my B vitamins and I have to watch my lipids. These are things I knew nothing about until I did the three by four test with uh, Mary Jane Fry. If she can't do it, somebody else can, but give her a call at 405-755-3921. That's 405-755-3921. And if you'd like to get any of the Ultra Botanica products, we have a podcast special not available anywhere else on the internet by using the code ULTRANOW20. This is a podcast-only special. If you go to Ultra today and use that code ULTRANOW20, you'll get 20% off your first order. Or if you'd just like to try our products, give us a call or go to ultratoday.com and get your own free sample of any of the Ultra Botanica products like UltraCur or UltraCur Advanced and see for yourself whether UltraCur can make a difference in your life. Thanks for joining us at Ultra Life today. We have more exciting interviews coming up, so stay tuned. Hey, I'd love to welcome everybody right now to Ultra Life Today broadcast. Uh, I've got Adam Payne here in the studio, CEO of Ultra Botanica. Good morning, Adam. How hey, are Josh. You? I've got a very special guest. As promised, we're going to be bringing some unique health experts that have their own little twist on what they do in the health world, uh, personal consultations. And most of the ones we bring on the broadcast will have lots of letters behind their name as well. But they're letters. real people and they're genuine and we love them. And we'd like to welcome today someone called Mary Jane Fry to our broadcast. Good morning, Mary Jane. Good morning. And we've had Mary Jane. We've interviewed her at different times. She's been a unique friend to our company and she's constantly evangelizing um, what we do in terms of a manufacturer of unique technology and supplements to other people that are health health professionals in their own industry. Mary Jane is a PharmD. She's got a BS in pharmacy as well, but she has really 
morphed into this role of personal consultation as it relates between balancing individuals' prescriptions and the drugs they take and how to integrate supplements and diet and other things. She does some, some unique testing as well along the way. So Mary Jane, why don't you take a moment and tell us a little bit about what happens when somebody comes in, maybe they fill well, scripts in the pharmacy. Before, before, then, we, before we get into all that, I mean, come on, we're just like kind of, I, Mary Jane, how did you ever get involved in, in this stuff? What, 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 I really want to know, I want to know your origin story before we get into like what that's happened. That's always my favorite part. I, I you know, I, I love, you, Josh, you know me, I love people's origin stories because it tells so much about their DNA. We had Kenzie Taylor on or last week, last uh, last month, and her origin story. I don't, I don't, have you talked to her? Do you know her at all? I don't. You, oh, my God. I have invited her to your <laughs> health meetup once, and she's been busy, so but okay. you got to meet her. She's a naturopath. She, who trained her? It was... Um, she, she did the Trinity School. Trinity School, and uh, just an amazing God-driven story of somebody that um, uh, wanted to be a doctor, and uh, her spiritual path really dictated a different direction and she's just loving what she's doing but i, I don't want to um uh, i don't want to salt your path here in any way how mary mary jane why are you doing what you're doing today what what was your origin story here so i started as just a traditional pharmacist and well why why did you start in pharmacy oh, why did i pick pharmacy okay um back when i was in middle school i did a paper um where i had to go interview somebody and a friend of mine was working at a pharmacy. So I interviewed the pharmacist there. And that was kind of a starting point. I loved medicine, but I didn't want to do blood. So I, I found pharmacy from that starting point. And then a friend of mine had an older brother who was going to college a few years before us. And he was looking at different careers. And his mom was a chiropractor. And when we were at their house one day, he had some brochures about pharmacy. And I read it. And it was talking about the science and the um, medical profession, but not blood. <laughs> so, hold on, hold on. What? What's? Uh, why? What? Ha what happened with you in blood? Nothing that I know of. Just, that was just We're looking for that trauma that I don't know. Place no, that completely you, derailed you. Do you faint? Are you one of those people that faints when you see blood? Because there's like a, a certain percentage of the population they see blood. Yeah, They're on the no. floor. No, I don't. No, and I'm fine. I can give. Blood. Okay, but you just don't want to. You don't want to deal with the blood. To, yeah, at that point, I didn't think I wanted. I don't. To I don't blame blood. you. You know. So, so I found pharmacy and made that my path. I never changed. So something clicked on. when you saw that brochure and you were seeing other people's paths. It was like. This is what I want to do. Yeah. My aunt was a nurse until she was like 88 or 89. And so I had that along the way also of knowing that I liked the medicine side of things. And I can remember her reading Prevention Magazine. Oh, interesting. So what What is that Prevention? Is that like a professional journal? Or the, Rodale, no, no. the Rodale it Press. Was, <laughs> it was like year. I mean, this is like. 50 years ago or 60 years ago. It I think I still see little, it around, you know, prevention. It, it's yeah. just still around, isn't it? It yeah. was just a little magazine that talked about um, health, but from more of an alternative. Yeah, oh, profoundly influenced the health food store industry and the growth of it, Adam. Oh, 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 Rodale Press. And they put out all kinds we of interesting talk, articles. We should talk to those guys. I mean, I, I think it's, those. I find those things really fun. Yeah, so, so, so then fast forward through pharmacy school, um, and I loved my my initial just interacting with people. I chose community because I could talk to people, you know, my my starting into pharmacy. But then pharmacy started to change fairly quickly when I got in into compounding pharmacy. 
And so, we, so was there kind of like a dividing point at some? I'm, I'm just curious. I mean, I can imagine all these people studying pharmacy, going through pharmacy school. Was there kind of like a dividing point when, like, well, you need to choose: are you going to go into compounding pharmacy, or are you just going to be kind of the no, normal? No, it wasn't there at that point. It was either community or hospital. Oh, interesting. And that was the two spaces in. So, in which the one did you choose? So I chose community. Okay. And started in community pharmacy. And the owner of the pharmacy, um, his name was Don Cootie. Um, he was around Oklahoma City Pharmacy in Bethany for, for years and years and years. And so um, we, we got into compounding fairly early on oh, in interesting. The, the realm of compounding pharmacy. From, I shouldn't say early on because compounding came from, from the beginning. Yeah, so just, a, just in case people don't know what compounding pharmacy mm -hmm. is. Maybe just a quick overview of what the difference between normal, you know, what people consider to be normal, like CVS pharmacy, to what, what's a compounding pharmacist. So a compounding pharmacy can be either singly focused on just compounding, or you can have like an in compound um, from an independent pharmacy. So what we have is a pharmacy that fills the prescriptions, traditional, commercial, okay. comes from the drug manufacturers, and then we also compound. So it means you're, you're taking ingredients exactly, and turning them into prescriptions. A custom formulation, right. if you will, right? Right, right, okay. right, exactly. Tailored more to that individual even taste profile, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So there can be any realms. Like we do compounding for um, veterinary, veterinarians to where we make chew treats or gels for the cat's ear or the dog to take medications. We make some bird prescriptions, different things. And then for wow. humans... Um, kind of the beginning was the start of some topical creams. Oh, interesting. The ketoprofen mm -hmm. combination creams was one of the first things that we started used to doing. Um, and then also um, the hormone replacement world. Oh, of, interesting. Um, so bioidentical kind bio of Bioidentical hormones. Yeah. So was there a pivotal moment as it relates to you've got traditional pharmacy over here and you've got the pharmaceutical preparations and medications. And then you've got this wild world of vitamins and supplements and nutrients and things. How did those two marry together for you, Mary Jane? So I went to a seminar on hormone replacement therapy and started getting into learning about how to recommend to the physicians um, different um, modalities or um, supplements and hormone combinations to help a patient. And my first, um, one of the first doctors, Dr. Laura M uh, Mackey, she would give me her hardest cases. Oh, oh interesting. Baptism so <laughs> by fire. Yes, it was. And so um, we laughed about that a lot. But she would say, okay, this person, I've tried everything and nothing's working. You, you talk to them. And so that's how it started. Um, and at the same time, my sister... Um, was going through perimenopause, and so oh. I was helping her with some different things. And then as it went along and grew, we kind of went to this HRT training, and then the next year they said, well, we really should open and talk about thyroid to go along with it. HR, I'm sorry, HRT? Hormone, hormone replacement. Oh, hormone replacement therapy. Okay, yeah. So, so we did the hormone replacement therapy, and then the next year they were like, well, you need to add some thyroid information because oh, interesting. thyroid and hormones go together. You yep. can't do them in a bubble. And then they said, well, you need to add adrenals, the stress hormones, to the picture. So I learned more about that. And then it just kept expanding. And, and you saw results. Well, I think more importantly, I mean, as Absolutely. these, right? I mean, these, the patients saw results. Right. Yes. I mean, you have people that are in, like, at the end of their wits, at the end of their rope, and the mm -hmm. interventions, I would imagine, were, were life-changing for a lot of these people. 
Absolutely. I had a woman in this week who I've known for probably 20 years now, and we laugh. She sounded suicidal the day I talked to her on the phone. Oh, my gosh. When her doctor um, called and told her to talk to me. And <laughs> she said at that point that she got on hormones, she said it took five days and it had changed her life. So, and I had another woman years later who who spoke the same types of things. And now we get into the gut because everybody is talking what's happening in the gut. We need to focus well, on the and, gut. And the inflammation system in the body. I mean, the, all of these different, uh, all of our body systems, have, are they speak to each other. Right. Right. And, and yeah. I, in a later segment, we're going to talk about a tool that you're using. Well, that's what I was going to say. And then the extra piece is now the genetics. That's a fascinating world to be able to. A lot of you know, a lot together. of our listeners, I would imagine, are scared of that word, like genetic testing and things like that, mm -hmm. and you know, thinking, oh, the government's going to know, or insurance companies are going to know, and they're going to deny me services, and I'm I'm scared. I'm you know, a lot of our listeners might know I I deal with some pretty heavy duty medical issues myself, and you've mm -hmm. actually helped me in in a really significant way, and we, we're going to talk about that because I think it's it's cool. I can you know be self-effacing and talk about my own <laughs> stuff that's going on and and the ways that this uh, genomic metabolome metabol metabolomic kind of interventions can really help people. But the, the genetic side, let's let's get folks, let's get the fear of learning about our genomics out of the way. This when when if you get tested and there's some really smart ways to get tested. You can learn so much about your own biology. It's a fingerprint into the world of, of the building blocks of how your machinery works. You know, you wouldn't take your, your, um, uh, your Toyota car to a Ford dealership, right? You could, and you know what? They, you, you're, you're rolling the dice here. 50-50, at best. <laughs> In fact, they'll probably turn you away because they're like, ah, uh, this is Toyota. We only deal with Fords. Or you could take it to a generalist. How, you know, it's the same thing with our genomics. When you understand the complexity and how it all comes together, Mary Jane has some tools that she uses that that give you that take that information and turn it into a usable work map. Now, Mary Jane, we got a couple of minutes left on this segment, but I am really fascinated. I've noticed a trend of individuals, especially in over 50 population beginning to really take control of their health, look at the difference between medicines and supplements. How have what you've done, how has what you've done influenced that? And what do you see from the public? I mean, everybody's got a smartphone now, they can get on the internet, they can research for themselves. Have you seen a shift of people that are traditionally going to be looking only at pharmaceutical medication to broadening Boy, their horizons? That's a can of worms right there. They're being educated, self-educating themselves and learning more and not taking a, my doctor said it approach. Mm. And they're very smart about it. So I have to stay on top of things because they can come in and say something and I'm like, oh, I don't think I've I heard need that to learn before. about that. Don't yeah. I? <laughs> and so I'll say, I need to go, you know, look that up and research that. Is, is it, would it be true because this, I'm not going to talk about my experience a lot, but just a snippet. Would it be true to say that individuals that are looking more at a holistic mindset and including diet and supplements, is that, do, do those individuals, Mary Jane, potentially not have as many negative side effects as it is in the medicine world? Or, or are you good enough uh. that you keep people minimized in side effects? When it comes to supplements, you need to know what to take when. Yep. So it's not like it's just a free world. But yeah. I was at a talk um, a couple weeks ago and the doctor said, that he had looked through the data and the number of deaths um, is 
few when it comes to supplements. So there's definitely occasions where something can go yeah, wrong. It's, it's, it, you can have side effects from supplements. You can too, definitely have side you know. effects. I, yes. it, it just it doesn't necessarily mean just. I'm gonna I'm gonna blow the socks. I, I know we're coming up to the end of our segment here, but I'm just gonna extend it just another minute here. So bear with me. You know, we we make these arbitrary definitions of something is a supplement and something is a drug. These are these are it. These are arbit not arbitrary assignments. A drug has actually been tested in clinical studies and with pivotal, multi center multi center placebo controlled randomized randomized all that stuff in order to create you know a data set that actually says that this material in a population of people dealing with this disease, you will get this kind of statistical outcome. And it's interesting. It's a statistical. It's a percentage, right? 65% of people will respond. So what's happening to the other 35%? Well, we don't know because biology is different in everybody. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, these definitions of it's a drug, it's a supplement, they're arbitrary, ladies and gentlemen. And from the point, it's still a material that's interfacing with your body. We, we've been... We've had a beef recently about black pepper extracts, right? Mm, I was just right, and uh, piperin. It, 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 for all its wonderful benefits, it the way it works is it's inhibiting glucuronidation in the liver. It's, in, it's inhibiting a an important liver enzyme in order to artificially increase the levels of curcuminoids in the blood by essentially slowing down their degradation, their, their metabolism. Not when you understand it that way, it might not be the best life choice for you. So we'll be right back. Thanks for joining us. This is Ultra life today. Hey, we've been listening to Mary Jane Fry from Medic Pharmacy in Oklahoma City telling about her journey into wellness. Some of the tools that she uses called the 3x4. If you're interested in connecting with uh, Mary Jane Fry, you can do so by calling 405-755-3921. That's 405-755-3921. She'll take calls from anywhere in the country, and if she can't help you, she'll direct you to somebody that can. If you're interested in any of the UltraCur products that we've been talking about, you can go to ultratoday.com and ask for a free sample of our products. I think you just might pay for shipping or, or give us a call and we'll probably send it to you for free. And we offer 20% off your first order if you've been listening to this podcast. It's an exclusive podcast special by using the code ULTRANOW20. Use the code ULTRANOW20 at ultratoday.com and you can get 20% off your first order of any of the Ultra Botanica products. So thanks for joining us. There's still more to come. Here we go. We're going to continue our interview with Mary Jane Fry. Hey, welcome back to Ultra Life Today. Please take a moment and text a friend or call a friend and let them know. Uh, Adam Payne, the CEO of Ultra Botanica, and me, Josh Bellew, Chief Product Evangelist with Ultra Botanica, are having a great discourse with Mary Jane Fry. She's a pharmacist, um, and she also does unique personal consulting. And we shared in the last segment how she has moved from the world of straight pharmacy and compounding pharmacy into this interesting world of helping individuals diagnose their health through unique tests. And by the way, if you want to try to reach out to Mary Jane and get a hold of her, because she can do these tests through the mail, and uh, you can reach her at medic, M-E-D-I-C-O-K-C dot 
medicokc.com. That's, and that's for Medic Pharmacy, medicokc.com. And then you can also reach out by phone to Medic Pharmacy to Mary Jane Fry at 405-755-3921. And Adam, you want to set up this interesting next segment because we got to do this in well, another interview with her. And we did. It's it exciting. Was, it, was, it was a little over a year a ago. Touch. Right. And, you know, I, I hope you're comfortable sandwiched between Josh and myself here because totally you know, here we are in the studio and we've got two big guys here. And <laughs> Menacing and ominous yes. as we are, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're so scary. I, Teddy uh, bears. A lot of people, I think, are a little bit uh, scared by anything that has to do with genetics testing. And uh, Mary Jane, I, I would I would say you're not just a pharmacist; you're a PharmD also, right? I'm oh yes, right. The PharmD, PharmD is a clinical yeah, pharmacist, right? And right. but you're 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 like an Uber PharmD, right? Because you actually, <laughs> I I don't I rarely see somebody get so much. Well, that's not true. Uh, all the PharmDs I know, really, you guys are wonderful. Yeah, I think innovators, you, innovators. I like it. You're thinking about people's health in a way that that doctors don't think about. Doctors are typically disease symptom treatment disease symptom treatment you guys are filling a role that we need in our community which is uh, wisdom uh, understanding and then life changing practicality and interventions there and and also I mean the bioidentical hormones and all that stuff Um, why uh, so you have a test that you use it's called three by four genetics Right. Correct. Yes. And, and who who makes that? What's the, the company? It's Gerano. Well, the company is called Three by Four Genetics. Okay. The um, CEO, founder of the company's name is Yael Y A E L Jaffe J O F F E. Sounds Israeli. Um, South African. South African. Oh. Who so did? the company came from South Africa, and it was nutrition based at first, but now they've come to the U.S. and they're promoting it to any health professional that wants to now, help patients. Let, let's let's help people understand. Should people be concerned about getting genetically tested? Will will companies sell their data? Will it get to insurance companies? Will any of this information leak out to anybody? I know personally that three by four genetics will not sell any data. There are some different companies doing the family um, genetic, or not genetics, but the like, like ancestry, ancestry. ancestry type yeah. things. And they've gone into the genetics and they are selling some of the, the data. But 3x4 is not in that realm at all. They will not sell data. So if somebody does get tested with, with you, they are not they don't have to worry about their, their other medical providers, insurance company getting access to that information. Absolutely that's good. Not. That, that's, that's good to know. So and, I, and I've actually done the 3x4 genetics. So tell me, why would you, why did why was this why have you adopted this tool why is it exciting to you what what benefit does it give to you as a as a clinical pharmacist so when genetics started coming out um, in a I can't say reasonable price, but when it became affordable to do some testing, originally there were like four or five different tests that they started doing. They would do a methylation test, one one um, snip of the methylation. They did a memory APOE. Um, three E4s or the APOEs, and they were picking just specific ones. So these were going in and looking, do you have this particular coding for one particular gene, not not doing a sequencing of your whole genome? Exactly. So when the genome project finished and the price started coming down. So I was actually doing genetic research back in 2005, 2006, 2007, and the cost for us to sequence a full human 
genome was about eighty to ninety thousand dollars at the time. Right, and it was drop in the bucket it, it, for it, all right. the average people one, out there yeah. for one person, right? And and the data was like gigabytes of data, right? And it was mm -hmm. it, you you could get the data and it's like okay, well there's your genome. But you couldn't do anything with it because you there was just, okay, well, that's the sequence. We had no wisdom about what that sequence was actually meaning in the human body. But the, the data and the science has changed. Right. The, the technology is so much better now. So this company focuses on pathways. Oh, so, so, tell, so tell us about that. What does that really mean? So what that means is is that they look specifically at, they, they call the first ones the cellular pathways, inflammation, detoxification. Those are words people know. Right. Oxidative stress is kind of a weird term, but it's basically different processes in the body that prevent um, resting from the inside out is the way oh, they interesting. describe it. I like That's that. their description of it. And then methylation um, is the fourth cellular process. And methylation has to do with DNA signaling and also with the utilization of vitamins to work through and the end product is um, part of detoxification also. Yeah. Right. So these are all the complex kind of uh, components. So when I've looked at the three by four genetics testing, they break it out into different organ systems and different metabolic systems. Right. And so you can actually, it's testing the, uh, the, the, the essential architecture of those different processes in our bodies. So for example, right. I have the worst possible genomics in terms of B vitamins. Mm -hmm. I am, And that's correlates with methylation, right, Adam? Uh, well, not, uh, not that's only. not even methylation. Okay. I mean, I okay. have all of the recessive genes just on the B vitamins, plus Plus, I'm also um, I don't uh, methylate. Mm -hmm. uh, so and and I have all the negative genes on methylation. So not only do I not produce B vitamins in a good way, because all of the negative genes essentially means that my body struggles to produce healthy amounts of B vitamins or to maintain those healthy amounts. Well, and these are they call them singular nucleopeptides, SNPs. The SNPs. So, uh, so help us SNPs, understand. The SNPs can be turned on or off. So it's the expression of that um, SNP that's going to occur. So if somebody has stressors or if somebody um, gets an infection... That will turn it on or that, off. That can turn it on or off. So what we do is all impact. We don't say that somebody has a disease or it's going to get a disease, but what they do in terms of what they eat and what their exposures are in terms of chemicals or their that exercise... Can, that can determine the outcome. those turn the SNPs on or off. So I, I liken it like a car engine here because I started with this car engine kind of yep. metaphor. Imagine, so the, the SNPs essentially say, well, this is a this is a double valve um, uh, uh, cylinder here in this in this particular engine. And in this other person, they got a, they got a quadruple valve. And so a double valve is going to struggle in like getting the oxygen and the, mm -hmm. and the fuel into that particular cylinder. And the quadruple valve has a much easier time. So if you have the recessive gene, that engine has to work harder to get the right balance in there because you only have that you have that particular machinery in your genome and I, and so this is really it's a picture of the machinery essentially and that can help us to understand how to supplement right so for somebody that is a an engine with only two valves you want to put you want to make sure that the injectors are clean and that you have clean fuel and all that stuff in order to have an efficient engine so adam how did you overcome with all these 
methylation factors and, and negative genes that you're talking about as it relates to B vitamins, the production of them, and even the absorption of them. And recycling of them and the methylation of them. So how does a person how does a person conquer that? What well, do you if, do in if daily I, if, life? If I was completely oblivious about this, I would be in a wheelchair right now. Honestly, I really would. It was uh, it was your help and the help of Dr. Charlie Gant, who also did some genomic testing with me. Um, it really showed me that I had this B vitamin issue going on. And not only B vitamins, but also the methylation of B vitamins. Mm -hmm. So I could get, I could put B vitamins in my body, but if they weren't methylated B vitamins, I can't do anything with them. That's kind of like, you right. know, it's the wrong kind of fuel for, for my machinery. So uh, just making that simple addition. So once I learned about this, putting in a high dose of methylated B vitamins into my diet in the morning and sometimes in the afternoon, I now function. And you know me, Josh. You've seen me when I don't function. Yep. I'm, I'm a lump you, in a car. I've seen you dragging on the floor. Right. And yeah. and it's my life is now very different. I, I've had degenerative nerve disease, and I think it's pretty much it's it's in arrest right now because it, I still have the damage, but I now I'm not progressing as much as I was before because of addressing this supplementation issue. And you know what? All of the doctor's offices, all of their tests, they tested for B vitamins. My B vitamin levels, my B12 levels were were okay. Okay, but because I don't methylate the B vitamins, right. it really it you weren't was, getting the benefit. It, right? I had no benefit from it. It, it really it took this kind of testing. It's looking under the hood, ladies and gentlemen. It's getting a picture of the machinery so that we can, so that somebody like Mary Jane Fry can actually help provide prescriptive uh, ideas to your health. It's going to the root. The cause, the root cause of something, rather than know the cause. We know another guy. Putting, <laughs> right, rather than putting a bandaid on. But so for people out there buying B vitamins, I just want to give a real quick practical tip. Oh, methylcobalamin is the actual name of of, for instance, one of the B vitamins that is now methylated, and it's in a lot of products that way. But there's a lot of products that don't give you methyl B, and it's very inexpensive now. Methyl B used to be really expensive. It's come way down in price. So just looking at that label, look for methylcobalamin rather than just cobalamin and then you know you're covering that methyl base. Well you might not need it base. if you if That's you're not what I was gonna say. Right. If you're right. a good methylator, which mm -hmm. most people are okay. Well, forty percent aren't. Oh really? Is that much? Yeah. And if wow. you're not, and if you're not gonna take the test with Mary Jane Fry, you, you may, won't know. You may want to well, go ahead and get the methyl cobalamin. Because you how how would they know? It. Well if somebody had a B twelve shot and it never did anything for them. Oh, then they're not a methylator. And they were getting cyanocobalamin and they right. weren't methylating it properly. Or if you take multivitamins and think, oh, this really doesn't do much for me, then the going to the methyl products, starting with a multivitamin that has a good range of methyl Bs is a great place to start because we have a product in the store that people take it and go, wow, I feel so much better. Yeah, so lovely. So it does I mean, and you can get nutrition through your food to some degree, but unfortunately, our food sources are, are getting depleted of their nutrients. They're weak at environmental exposures and, so and everything. Always. Oh, that's a whole that's a whole hour discussion, isn't right, it? Right, yeah. right. But, but we still recommend eating good foods and making sure your gut's healthy. Um, but the genetics, they call it the upstream place. So what, what does that mean? So you're starting and you're finding out what's going on in the body. And then from there, you can look at tests to see whether... Um, you're actually exhibiting or um, expressing 
problems with those SNPs. So oh, interesting. for example, with the methylation, um, when patients have methylation, then we check um, blood work homocysteine to see uh, whether they're methylating or not. So high homocysteine levels would be an indication of poor methylation. Exactly. Exactly. So that's Oops. one place. <laughs> so many things to look at. And you don't, guys, you don't need to navigate it yourself. You can get with Mary Jane Fry at her clinic. Josh, what, what's the number for her? Yes, they can get on the website, medic, M-E-D-I-C-O-K-C.com. That's medicokc.com. And then they can call and ask for Mary Jane or leave a message for her and she'll return that call promptly. 405-755-3921. That's 405-755-3921. And you're listening to Ultra Life Today. I'm here with Mary Jane Fry, PharmD, does interesting diagnostic testing. And Adam Payne, the CEO of Ultra Botanica, and we are the makers of the curcumin that you can feel. Hey, everybody. This is Adam, CEO and inventor of the UltraCur technology. We've been on a journey with Mary Jane Fry talking about all the tools that she has that give us insight into wellness and health. Boy, I've done the 3 by 4 and I've learned so much about my own wellness. It's given me insight into uh, things that I need to avoid, like salt, of all things. And I need to watch my B vitamins, and I have to watch my lipids. These are things I knew nothing about until I did the 3 by 4 test with uh, Mary Jane Fry. If she can't do it, somebody else can. But give her a call at 405-755-3921. That's 405-755-3921. And if you'd like to get any of the Ultra Botanica products, we have a podcast special not available anywhere else on the Internet by using the code ULTRANOW20. This is a podcast-only special. If you go to Ultra today and use that code ULTRANOW20, you'll get 20% off your first order. Or if you just like to try our products, give us a call or go to ultratoday.com dot com and get your own free sample of any of the Ultra Botanica products like Ultra Cur or Ultra Cur Advanced and see for yourself whether Ultra Cur can make a difference in your life. Thanks for joining us at Ultra Life today. We have more exciting interviews coming up, so stay tuned.